0: Today on an all-new Dr. Phil.
1: 50-inch plasma TV, two iPhones, three laptops.
0: Are your kids' spending habits out of control?
2: My parents get me what I want.
0: Maybe they're not the problem.
1: You spend $185 on an outfit for her to wear to the show about overspending. She needed shoes. Am I being punked? You're cheating her to make yourselves feel better. How your kids can start helping you save money. $27,289. That's more than a lot of people make. Plus, would your children pass Dr. Phil's dollar quiz? How much do you think it takes to run the car? Like millions of dollars. Millions of dollars? Do you have like a really nice car? Yeah. (laughs) The economic crisis has us all feeling on edge, right? I'm gonna talk to a group of kids between nine and 11 years old to hear what they understand about how much things cost. It's more important than ever to talk to your kids about money. And today, I'm gonna give you the tools you need to have that conversation. You may even wanna take some notes here and walk your own kids through this, because I'm gonna show them where the money goes. Going to be a changing day in your life, I know things are tough out there, but we can do this. Here we go. Of darkness. I, need a hand I want you ready, to get excited three. about your life. Four. Ready, Let's do it. Hey. I, do. I love today's show, I just have to tell you. Now, here's a question. Parents, do you realize that talking to your kids about money is on the short list of those really important must-have conversations? I'm talking right up there with the talk about the birds and the bees. Now, today we're gonna tell you when to start the conversation, what to say, and even tell you how your kids can start helping you save money. It's advice my first guests Laura and Chris say they want, because they have a 15-year-old daughter, Katie, and they say she feels entitled, and is, in their words, a little bit of a prima donna. She's on her third cell phone, has $600 Chanel glasses, can easily drop 500 at the mall. Now, Katie admits she's kind of spoiled, and says, well, why wouldn't a teen want nicer clothes? I have
2: two items. And these are my favorite Chanel glasses. I have one Dolce & Gabbana purse. Within the year, I've had three pairs of books. When I think of designers, I think of like Chanel, and Coach, and Louis Vuitton. Usually when I go shopping, I usually get maybe like $200 each time. I usually shop at American Eagle, Forever 21, Abercrombie & Fitch. This is her closet. Everything has her name on. See, Hollister & Company from Victoria's Secret. But I love it when I get compliments on my style or my clothing. I feel a lot prettier when I'm dressed up in designer clothes rather than walking around in sweats and a tank top.
1: Well, that's great if you can afford it. Uh, Katie's family lives in a 105-year-old Victorian home. And even though she has 10-foot ceilings and a fireplace in her bedroom, she describes it as the ghetto room. So her parents gave her a bedroom makeover as part of her Christmas gift. The theme of my room is
2: hot pink and zebra. I love hot
3: pink and zebra.
2: We did uh, hot pink walls and
3: zebra accents and it ended up costing us $1,200. Over
2: my bed, I have this huge
0: portrait of me.
2: And then she talked her dad into a plasma TV. I have a big 50 inch flat screen Samsung TV.
1: Great if you can afford it. Laura and Chris may call their daughter a prima donna, but they're quick to point out that it's not her fault because she's just a normal teen. They admit they have trouble saying no to Katie.
2: It can be easier to give Katie what she wants rather than to see her unhappy. Katie which is a fit when she doesn't get what she wants. I'm spoiled because my parents do usually get me what I want, but my satisfaction doesn't last for too long, and usually I do ask for something else. I have a hard
3: time saying no, and with a little misnegotiator, Negotiator,
2: um, it's definitely difficult to say no. Let's go shopping, Mom! I love you. Forget about it. Let's go. I'm really good at manipulating
1: the situation. Okay, so you're a shopper.
2: I like shop.
1: Yeah. Are you like really good at it? <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, lots of practice. Yeah, you like my outfit? <laughs> I, I do. Let's talk about that actually. Now, let me get this right. Y'all are coming to a show about talking about kids and money.
0: Right.
1: Overspending. Right. No budget. Right. And so you spend $185 on an outfit for her to wear to the show right. to talk about overspending on clothes. And things.
3: And they weren't named brand. And yes, this is our first rodeo. Um,
1: <laughs> you gave her a budget for the outfit, right?
3: Yeah, we gave her a $100 budget.
1: And you spent? About 165 85 Oh, really? okay. So you were 85% over budget?
2: Well, she needed shoes.
1: Are y'all from Washington? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> um, okay, so you're. Why did you go over budget?
2: Um, I, I tried to stay in budget, but um, not only did my whole outfit cost $185, I also bought another shirt that I found um, that was really unique to me, and I like to buy things that are unique that I can't okay. find where I live. Oh, yeah, that includes the shirt she bought.
1: Well, I have a list of some of the things that Katie's asked for uh, that her parents have footed to bill for. Three pairs of Ugg boots, a 50-inch plasma TV, two iPhones, three laptops, a diamond ring, Chanel glasses, coach purse, cell phone service, cheerleading uniform, cheerleading shoes, cheerleading fees, nails, hair, tanning, self-portrait above bed, 15th birthday party. That kind of grew, didn't it? Yeah. What, how many was it gonna be there? 20?
2: Uh, oh no, I played on And it wound home. up
1: to be 150? Okay, we'll talk about that mm-hmm. later. <laughs> Bedroom redo, chandelier, hot pink walls, zebra sheets, rug shopping at the mall two times a month, entertainment, movies with friends, that sort of thing. So they treat you pretty well. Yes, they do. Yeah, so what do you think the total is for everything that I just listed? I honestly have no clue. Not not a clue. Okay, that's our first diagnostic thing here. See, there are are certain clues that were out of control. Would would it surprise you if they had spent $10,000 on all that stuff for you?
2: It honestly doesn't surprise me. Would
1: 15 surprise you? Yes. What if they had spent $20,000 on all that stuff? Would that surprise you? Yeah, it would. Yeah, would it surprise you if it was $27,289?
2: Are you trying to tell me that's the total? two years.
1: That's the total. That's more than a lot of people make. That's a lot of money.
2: Yeah,
3: it is. <laughs>
1: okay, so why are you here, Mom?
3: We're here to help Katie uh, live within her means and not get stuck in the credit crunch that everybody else is in.
1: Yeah, but I you kind of defend her too, don't you?
3: Yeah, yeah, I defend her because I feel like uh, Katie, for the most part, is, is very thankful. Um, she's kind of the average middle of the road kid from where we're from. I, I do defend her, she, she makes good <clears throat> grades, uh, she doesn't do drugs, she's very busy with school. Um, and she's a great kid. It's just, she spends too much money.
1: Well, here's what we talked about and here's what you said. Yeah. When she asked for money, you just, pretty much according to her, you just hand it over.
3: There's some negotiation going on.
1: Now I'm just telling you what she said. That's okay. what you told us, That's right? That's what I said. Yeah, I have it in quotes and on tape if you want to hear it.
2: You
1: <laughs> um, he busted. You admit that it's hard to say no. Absolutely. Busted. <laughs> um, you admit that she manipulates you and works you and that she doesn't take care of her things. You say you often have to buy her things twice because she yeah,
2: that's neglects or
1: ruins or abuses the first thing. Is that true?
2: Unfortunately, yes.
1: Why, why would you do that?
2: Because I guess I take things for granted.
1: Yeah, you do it because it's not your money.
3: I think when she has to start working for herself, she's gonna realize.
1: When was that gonna be? <laughs>
3: Well, hopefully this summer, she thinks she's going to lifeguard this summer.
1: Yeah, and you, you said, and this is a quote, we have lost control.
3: Yeah, I believe that. Is that true? Uh, yes, I believe that.
1: But see, so. here's the thing, and this is something that you probably don't want to hear, but we are in a time, we are in, a, in, a, in an era, an economic situation, where you just simply can't live as large as you might want to. You don't want to hear that, do you?
2: I don't, and I don't think any teenager wants to.
1: Okay, but see, that's the problem. See, the job as parents is to prepare the child for the real world, right? Right, absolutely. You don't teach the child how it works in the real world, then the child gets out there, gets all these credit card offers that they send to college students, they wind up in debt, they're totally out of control before they ever even have a chance to start in life. And right now... Did you hear her say she had no idea how much you spent on it? She know how much that stuff costs. All she knows is she wants it. And if you don't get it, if they tell you no, even for a little while, you just give them all kinds of trouble, don't you? I guess
3: Be I honest. Do. I
1: mean, come on.
2: I'm sure
1: I do. Part of this is not your fault.
3: Right. Yeah, we don't want to see that happen to her, honestly. And
1: part of it is. Uh, so we're going to talk about that when we come back.
2: Whenever I see clothes on sale, my first reaction is, why are they on sale? Is it not on sale because nobody wants it? If nobody wants it, why should I want it?
3: Katie has gone through her second iPhone within a year. She's gone through like three pairs of Uggs on her first laptop. The hinges went like this after six months. Katie doesn't think about how much things cost and forgets to take care of them.
1: Well, many of you are struggling right now to afford even the most basic necessities. So what do you do if your children are still asking for cell phones, computers, all the things they want that maybe You could have provided them some time ago, but even if you can now, it would be irresponsible to do so because of the uncertainties that we're facing in the future. Well, today, we're telling you what to say instead of just answering no. Now, Laura and Chris want my help in giving their daughter Katie a wake-up call because they say she won't take no for an answer. They say that even after she gets what she wants, she always wants more. Katie says she doesn't have a clue how much her parents spend on her.
2: Katie doesn't understand the family financial picture. We've not involved her in our budgeting, and so she's had really no reason to understand it.
3: She always wants something now, needs it now. She doesn't
2: know how to budget. Well, my parents have never sat me down and really gave me a talk about money, so I really don't have a clue. Money is finite.
3: It's not infinite. We don't have a money tree in the backyard.
2: But if they do make those, we should get one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cute and creative, but I, I've never seen that money tree, so, I mean, come on, here. let's have this conversation, okay? Let's just get down to brass tacks. Okay. One, one of the big problems here is you guys aren't, don't seem to me to be willing to step up. You're kind of defending her and explaining, because you don't want to really be hard on her. Right? right, right. Dad, well, help that's me accurate. out here.
2: Yeah, that's an accurate statement.
1: Okay, because see, here's the thing, I think overindulgence, It's one of the most insidious forms of child abuse you could do because it's it's quiet, it's secret, but you're cutting their legs out from them. They don't understand money. They don't understand what things cost. They don't understand the responsibility of having to pay things. So they go outside that gate and here comes the big money car and smack. They're in trouble and they spend the rest of their life digging out because you didn't have the courage to tell her the truth.
3: Yeah, I, I agree. And, and one of the main problems is that... Um, but do
1: you really, though? No, I really do agree. Then why haven't you been telling her the truth? Um, why haven't you been teaching her the responsibility? Why haven't you been showing her how the world really works? Do well, you agree? Or well, did you just agree once you got here?
3: No, I, I absolutely agree. Um, we have tried like things like chores and earning her own money. And, um, you know, she's so busy and everything. We think, oh... <sighs> <laughs> She's, she's such a busy... I mean, with cheerleading and school and make, working hard to make good grades and stuff. And um, we have tried a lot of different things, like chore charts and um, allowances. And sometimes, you know, things like cheerleading fees and things She doesn't understand. She doesn't know the price of cheerleading blah,
1: fees. Blah blah blah, no, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 blah. It's hard to be hard on her in your definition right. because she's so charming.
3: And she's such a good kid, And, and right. see,
1: I could say the same thing. Y'all are obviously nice people, you're obviously responsible parents and, and loving parents, and you're from the South, and so I really like that. So <laughs> it would be really hard for me to be hard on you, but I'm gonna overcome that right now okay. and tell you, you can, listen, you're cheating her to make yourselves feel better.
3: So what'd you do for Jay? I just, I'm just interested in how'd you raise him?
1: Well, his mother spoiled him. Because you know, <laughs> he's a good looking guy. He wears nice clothes. And... Well, no, but I mean, he also understands money like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. I'll tell you what I did with him. As early yeah. as 10 years old, I had him negotiating for things. I would give him, if we wanted to go to a basketball game, I'd say, okay, here's some money. You go out on the street and buy us the tickets and whatever's left over, I want seats here, and whatever is left over, you get to keep. Let okay. me tell you, he's wheeling and dealing, and he's coming back. <laughs> Got tickets and 20 bucks, Dad. I mean, he began to understand. But you, you don't do any of that, right? You, you're not really into the money thing. You're into the stuff.
2: But you can teach me. <laughs> and then I will be.
1: Okay, well, I, I can teach you by saying this. You have to realize that your parents have limited income. Now, how much do you think you spend at the mall a month on average? Mm,
2: like 300.
1: Okay, who's gonna tell me the truth? Because I know I've got it written down. I'm just curious Well, the mall it.
3: is far away. The mall is an hour or so. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> we
2: we only the go much. there
3: like once or twice a month for real, for real, so it's about 300 a month Dr. Phil. It really is. I'm,
2: looking, really
1: for, is. I'm looking for Aston Kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> Am I being punked? (laughs) No, no, no. Come on, listen, you said, and I quote, we try to keep Katie's shopping budget low, two to $400, but she spends five to 600 on mall trips two times a month. That is a quote from you, verbatim. I have it written down, did I read that right?
3: Uh, yeah, you read it right, but I, I I I don't remember saying that. I'm sorry, but I I, I love your staff and they're perfect and everything. i
1: Well, wouldn't that be an odd thing for a staff member to make up? They would just say, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to sit down and type up. Let's just, see, how do we want that's... this chick spending? How about five to six hundred a month? She- And let's attribute that to her mother.
3: Yeah. Thanks, Mom. No, I think what I said was was school shopping and that, yes, we go shopping about twice a month, but it's not always that much money. I swear. It's definitely not. I promise.
1: Katie, you have no hope. (laughs) You have no hope. Okay, I'm not giving up. Take a break here. Katie needs to get a little reality check because we had her try to balance the family budget. Maybe we'll talk about that or maybe we'll talk about the hour and a half drive to the mall when we come back. that was Katie's cheerleading squad. Even they want me to help with the budget. Now she's here with her parents, Laura and Chris, who say Katie refuses to take no for an answer when they say she can't buy something. Now because Katie admits that she takes money for granted, I thought we should give her a little test and see if she could balance the family's budget with a little help and guidance from financial expert Susan Beecham.
0: So I thought maybe we'd start by taking a look at some of the expenses let's add it up. Mortgage, that's about $1,100. Water, $150. Gas for the house, $150. Our monthly expenses is $5,760 per month. Now, if we take what dad brings home and we subtract the expenses, here's what we're left with. $240. $240 a month. Let's talk about some of the things that you want. Usually if I just see something, I usually just say I want it and I go get it. Do you get your nails done? Um, yes. Now a monthly manicure is about $30, thirty and your hair? 80 $80? Okay. Yeah.
2: But I feel like the whole manicure and getting the hair done is what every teenager does. If you can't afford it. I don't understand why I can't afford it. Like, okay. Why I couldn't, because you know, my parents aren't in
0: debt or anything. You know what we haven't talked about yet?
2: What? College.
0: Out-of-state school for Katie is going to cost 50000
2: that's why I focus on making good grades and plan on getting a full ride. So,
0: if you don't get a full scholarship,
1: what are you going to do?
0: What's plan B, Katie? I honestly have no clue.
1: Okay, so you do make good grades? Yes. So, like, good enough to get a full academic scholarship somewhere? Hopefully, yeah. I, would, I would think so. Yeah, what's your plan if, if you don't? Um, Would it be for them to pay for college? No, I
2: would ask them to help me out, but I would try and work um, during college to help pay for
1: it. One of the things I've heard from a lot of parents around the country, I mean, we just get thousands and thousands of letters about this, is that they feel guilty when they tell their kids no about something. If They just, you know, can't do it. They can't buy this car, they can't do this college thing, or they can't buy the video games or the Xbox at Christmas, that they really felt guilty. Does that affect y'all
3: you want to do the best you can for your child we're like any I, I think we're an average American family um, and we want to give her the best that we have um, to give um, but you're right we do need to teach her about money um, she, she, she has no clue
1: is that yes yes you, you do feel guilty I mean, does it bother yeah. you if you if you can't like you're gonna be turning 16 right
2: oh I just turned <clears throat> 15 in January
1: Yeah, but you're gonna want a car Right. What do you have your eye on?
2: Um, <laughs> a two thousand eight Toyota Solara convertible. That's what I really want. Color? Black. Mm-hmm.
1: What's that gonna set you back? Wait, what do you mean? Cost.
2: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> What's the cost on that?
2: Um,
3: I would. I think they're about thirty-five or forty thousand, but. But, but, we're, but we're not going there. Um, There's no way I'd be able to get
1: it. How will you deal with not getting the 2008 Toyota Solera convertible black?
3: I'll live. I'll get it eventually. They might have one at CarMax. Uh, yeah. The yeah. used one.
1: And, and you're okay with telling her we just can't do that?
3: We're absolutely not going to finance a new car for her. Absolutely not. We're, okay. not, we're not that You talented. agree with
1: that? Yeah. And, and you accept that? Yeah. You're not going to get mad and cry and no. throw a fit? No. Or...
3: No. She'll probably talk us into a convertible, but it has to be within the budget and we're not gonna finance one for
2: her.
1: Okay, and you're okay with that?
2: Yeah.
1: Does you guys get that, that what you're doing now, you've described a cycle here where she gets things, her closet's so packed, you really can't put anything else in it, right?
2: Probably, yeah.
1: Okay, have you indulged her? Have you overspent on her?
2: Yes. Sure.
1: Okay, and what would it take for you to say, look, it's not responsible to do that. Let's say you said no half of the time, and so you had spent 13500 instead of 27000 you would have 13.5 to put towards a car right now.
3: Right, or, or to college.
1: Instead of three pairs of Uggs, whatever that is. Okay, there's, a, <laughs> there's an Ugg right there. All right, so yeah, I've seen those. Okay, so but would you rather have half of the stuff that, that you've gotten go away and have 13.5 towards a car right now?
2: I think I would, yeah.
1: But, but see, you wanted immediate, you get a little thing right now or a big thing later. If they had said no to you half the time, you would have 13.5 towards a car, then you earn another six and they match that six, all of a sudden, you're driving a 2008 Solera convertible.
2: But I didn't know I was spending that much money.
1: Oh, exactly my point, finally. (laughs) Somebody said something rational. (laughs) All right, coming up, so what do you do if you can't stop spoiling your kids? How do you tell them no once and for all? We're gonna talk about that and talk to Susan Beecham when we come back. Could you buy this laptop with your 500 bucks? Mm -hmm. Come up and bring your 500. You think you got enough? I don't
2: think I'm gonna get it.
1: What happens now?
0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place. Like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com.
0: We, as parents, talk to our kids about money in such tough economic times. Are you going to go shopping? Take a list. Go ahead and window shop, but only spend for things that are already on your list. If there's going to be a shortfall, admit it. Chances are your kids already know. So reduce the tension in the household by talking about what's going on.
1: We've been talking to two parents who say it's just hard to say no to their daughter Katie. They say they wanted to have... You know so much, and you do, you want your children to have things. But the point is, you get to a time in life, and this is one of them with our economic situation, where you have to realize it's math. It's not how much you want it, it's not how much you think you deserve it, it's not even how much you think you need it. If you don't have the money, you don't have the money. And if you're cashing out retirement plans, if you're living on credit cards, If you're doing things to borrow to have what you can't afford, that is a fiction, and it is going to come back and bite you. And if you do it with your kids, they will do it when they get out there in the world. Now, that was Susan Beecham, who is a financial expert specializing in teaching children about money. How do you turn this tide financially?
0: You talked about allowance. You started it, but you stopped. You have to start it, and you have to stick with it. I think it's more painful for you to go through allowance than it is for Katie right now. I think if you give Katie a set amount of money that she uses to control certain expenses in her life, not because she's charming. You don't get money in life just because you're charming. You get it because you work for it. So give her a couple of expenses that she can manage, and then Katie will all of a sudden be making decisions about her money, not well, let's,
1: your money. Let's talk about the worst money mistakes that you say parents make. Number one, you say thinking controlling the money flow equals controlling the outcome of the child's life.
0: It's just not true. I think we like to think, as parents, that we can control our child's decisions when we're paying for them, But you know what? Ultimately, our child leaves home and makes their own decisions. And they will reflect what they've learned. And if they haven't learned anything, You're going to see that behavior.
1: You say another big mistake is not teaching that financial independence can actually feel good.
0: The same way your child felt good when they first learned how to tie their shoes. Do you remember how proud you were? Do you remember how proud they were? That's the same thing that happens when a child learns how to make good decisions with money. It feels good, and right now you're robbing Katie of that good feeling by not allowing her to do that.
1: You know, and that's really a big deal. There is a sense of independence that comes from you know, mastery over your life, and it's like when you tie your shoe, you learn to drive, or you make money and you allocate money and you buy something and you say, that's mine. You know how it felt when you bought your first house, you bought your first car, I mean, things where you said, okay, now it's me and I, I did this for myself. And we really cheat kids out of that sense of self-determination and mastery, and they can't know that. I mean, there's no way she could come and say, mom, I need to feel some mastery in my life, so let me pay for things. That's not gonna happen, that's the parent's job. Uh, You say hiding money mistakes from kids is a mistake.
0: I I think our kids need to know we're not perfect when it comes to money, so that they can learn how to fix a mistake when they make it.
1: And you say we only teach kids how to be spenders, you know, not Mm -hmm. savers, not donators, those sort of things.
0: What I hear between Katie and her mom is they do a lot of bonding shopping but I've not seen the time they're spending driving to the bank to make a deposit, or maybe talking about a donation that they make, or maybe even talking about what stock to buy now. Yeah, since everything and Chris, you, you
1: say you're getting ready to do that by getting a checking account, and because that's really important. It's astounding how much kids don't really know how that works. Now, up next, I talked to a group of kids about money. Now, you're gonna be surprised what they did and didn't know about how much things cost. We'll be right back. How much do you think it takes to run the car? Like millions of dollars. Do you have like a really nice car? Yeah. Closed captioning provided by. You wanna be in the audience for season seven, get on drphil.com, click on be in the audience or call 323-461-PHIL, 461-7445. Today, I'm trying to help you start a dialogue with your children about money. And uh, Laura and I were just talking at the break. You were saying just the dialogue you've had about the show has kind of opened all this up, right? It's been like
3: therapy. The whole process for us has been therapy as a family, the fact that we're able to talk about money as yeah. a family. Um, we wanna give. we talked about giving Katie a budget that she can control, have her own debit card, and you know, when the money stop ends, the money ends. I mean, she has to control her money. But
1: that only works if when the debit card goes to zero, right. she's done. And right. if so it's the 11th it. of the month and she's at zero, then you got some long weeks ahead of you, right? But mm-hmm. you're really hurting her if you don't stick with that. Look, this whole thing about kids and what they know about money is one of the most important conversations you can have with them. Now, I recently sat down with a group of fourth and fifth graders to help them understand the value of a dollar. These are great kids, take a look. I wanna talk to you guys about how much things cost a day do you know how much groceries cost?
2: Like $20?
1: Like 20 bucks?
2: Well, sometimes like hundreds of dollars.
1: Yeah? Like groceries times. can be between $300 and $600 <laughs> every month. How much do you think it takes to run the car?
2: Like millions of 50 dollars. 50 bucks? Okay, yeah, so you think
1: millions it. of dollars? Around. Do you have like a really nice car? Yeah. Well, the average cost per month is 5 <laughs> to $700, so it's not quite a million. Yeah. How much do you guys think it costs to keep the house warm, like electricity and gas?
3: Maybe a few hundred.
1: Well, you're pretty close, because that one is <laughs> 150 What do you think it costs for the house?
2: Like $500 million.
1: 500 million bucks? You must have like a really nice house and really yeah. nice cars. <laughs> <laughs> Your monthly payment on the house would be like $1,400. This is a stack of money for how much the average family in America makes. Everything that we've just listed would take this much money. And what would be left would be this much money, about $2,000. But you would be really cold right now if you didn't have on clothes, right? Yeah. So, a family's going to spend about 175 bucks a month on clothes. If you go to the dock, 238 bucks. What do you do for entertainment? I like to go to theme parks. Entertainment is about 225 a month. If you like to eat out, miscellaneous things, 425 bucks a month. So now you have about 500 bucks left. There's 500 bucks. Could you buy this laptop with your 500 mm-hmm. bucks? Come up and bring your 500. You think you got enough? Okay,
2: I definitely do not have
1: enough. Okay, you don't have enough. Your parents, they've got 500 bucks left over after they've paid all of this stuff. They want a laptop for 1200. What happens now? I don't
2: think I'm
1: gonna get it. Okay, now the iPod is 400 bucks, about. Do you think you could buy mini groceries for what it costs to buy that iPod? No. no. I'm going to surprise you because I want to show you how much you can buy in groceries for what that iPod costs. Oh my gosh. So how much is there? That's 28 bags of groceries. Are you surprised?
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's a lot of groceries, isn't it? <laughs> would you rather have the iPod or would you rather have all those groceries?
2: The groceries. groceries.
1: This is enough groceries to feed the whole family for a month and a half. Joseph, what do you think, iPod or groceries?
3: Um, groceries.
1: Do you think you've learned a little something about money today?
2: Yeah. Yep. So
1: next time your parents talk to you about money and they say, well, we can't really afford that, I just want you to think about, hmm, they're paying for a lot of stuff before they get to the things we'd like to have but don't need. Okay, didn't they do a great job, those kids? <laughs> uh, so, This is Owen right here and his dad, Ivan. Stand up for us, if you would. So, Ivan, what do you think about what he knows and doesn't know? Well, coming out of it all, the the most surprising thing was his utter lack of knowledge about what things cost of our mortgage and all that. And the flip side of that was down to the penny how all the kids knew what the luxury items cost. They knew what an iPod cost to the cent. They knew what everything cost, but not anything practical. Yeah, we were all trying to wangle a invitation over to y'all's house. It's really nice. Because we thought, you know, if you, you're driving a million dollar car and a 500 million dollar <laughs> house, so, did you learn anything?
2: I learned that when you, your parents tell you, no, you can't get that thing, you shouldn't nag them all about it, and
1: <laughs> force yeah. them to. it's Yeah. Out, out of the mouths of babes, out of the mouths of babes, okay, you guys stand up. So, tell everybody your name. I'm Caitlin. This is Caitlin, and she's so cute that Robin wants to take her home. Uh, so you have to watch. So what did you learn yesterday, Caitlin? Um,
2: I learned that like an iPod is twenty-eight bags of groceries, and like groceries is much more important than an
1: iPod. So, Mom, what do you think about what she's saying? I think it's great. Um,
2: it was such a it was a great thing to have them have a visual on all of the utilities and the and the mortgage and car and things that I just didn't realize. Kind of like what you said, I didn't realize that they didn't have any idea, so I thought it was a great, great thing to do.
1: This is uh, Darius and his daughter Madison. What would you learn, Madison?
2: Instead of nagging them for a bunch of things, you should appreciate what you have and instead of asking for more things and like
1: having a tantrum because that's what I do. And, um, I, don't, <laughs> I don't
2: get what I want.
1: All right, let me have all six of you kids up here. Leave your parents behind, you six kids, come up here. you're gonna be on TV, you're gonna be on TV. All right, y'all turn around. Turn around, turn around, turn around, all right. All right, aren't, aren't these guys great? How are you at reading? Good. You're a good reader? See that in the camera right there? Yeah. Can you read that?
2: When we come back, we've got more great tips on how to talk to your kids about money.
1: All right! Good job. DrPhil.com, brought to you in part by...
3: 80% of us don't get enough calcium from food. Our bodies can steal it from our bones. Give yourself some TLC, tender loving cal and give TLC to somebody you love.
1: Travel consideration provided by... In my busy kitchen, I want nothing but the best. Eggland's best.
2: I love Eggland's best because of all the great nutrition. That's why they're the only eggs I make for my son, the chef. Eggland's best, the better egg.
1: like to purchase a tape or transcripts of your favorite Dr. Phil show, please log on to drphil.com or call 866-4-DR-PHIL. That's 866-437-7445. 866-437-7445.
2: My name is Mallory and I'm sixteen years old and last summer
3: I worked two and a half months to save three thousand dollars to get my own car.
0: That's the way we decided to teach her a responsibility. The way that we taught our kids the value of a dollar is to collect a recycling from my family once a month and turn it into the recycling center. And so far we've saved about twenty five hundred dollars for their college fund.
3: My wife Jean and I have always worked to instill in our kids the importance
0: of earning their own way we thought the best way was for the boys to pay for their own education. This summer, I plan on raising money for my education by being a drummer in a band. And I plan on earning money for my education by working as a cashier at a grocery store.
1: Okay, those were some of the ways our audience members have been teaching their kids about money. Now, Brenda, this is your daughter Mallory? Yes, it is. Okay, now you've just gone through this car buying thing, right? Yes. Because how old are you? I'm
3: 16.
1: So what'd you wind up with?
3: I wound up with a 91 Honda Civic.
1: Okay, a 91 Honda Civic, which, I mean, it's a nice looking <laughs> Honda Civic. Does it run?
3: Yeah, it runs.
1: Gets you from A to B? Yep. Now, something else you said, you, you made a comment about having to make choices because you said sometimes you have to tell your friends you can't go out because you've got to save that money for gas for the next week.
2: Yeah,
3: that
1: happens so t- a lot. I mean, how do you feel about that?
3: And it kind of sucks at the moment, but I'd rather have gas in my car to go places than just go out with my friends like for one night
1: yeah, so you make choices yeah. and and does that sound like she's being horribly abused?
2: no it doesn't
1: Jean, these are your boys
2: these are my wonderful boys
1: so how do you guys feel about working this summer you're going you're going you're gonna to work as a clerk and and what else
3: um we're doing I'm working as a cashier at a grocery store and anything I can do to make money, like landscaping, um, taking people's
1: home videos from like VHS and putting them onto DVDs for them. Um, Anything I can do to make money. To just make a little buck. How about you? Well, I'm pretty used to it. I've worked since I was really young. So I'm playing drums in a band. We play at grocery stores, believe it or not. And we got hired by them and I do landscaping too. So it's the old drummer grocery circuit. (laughs) The old thing. (laughs) Okay. One of the things that I I wanna commend y'all on so much Uh, my son Jay, actually Jay's here. Uh, say hello to Jay. And, and his lovely wife Erica is right next to him there. Hey, Erica. Uh, Jay wrote a book when he was in college called Life Strategies for Teens. And Jay, one of the things you wrote about in there is that if kids don't have a goal, they're more likely to get into drugs and alcohol than if they do have a goal. Yeah, you know, we... Uh, played golf recently with a a legendary football coach and I remember him saying when he was in high school and college he never drank because he played football basketball and baseball and so he was always working to further his goals as an athlete and whatever your goal is whether it's you know playing the drums or uh, playing sports if you have something that you're working towards it gives you an incentive to not uh, not get off track. I think it's so great that y'all have your kids working towards goals, because then, I mean, it's like, that stuff is a waste of my time. There's something I want, and I'm gonna work towards it. We'll be right back. Listen, times are tough. Our country is in the midst of an economic crisis. That's why we've compiled the best financial information for you over at DrPhil.com. Before we finish the show today, I just wanted to take a moment to talk about a very important cause. The next time you turn on a faucet for a glass of water, remember there are millions of children around the world who don't have access to clean, safe drinking water. But UNICEF is working to change all of that and you can help by becoming part of the TAP project. Until March 28th, it is World Water Week and you can support participating restaurants by paying $1 for tap water. And if a buck doesn't sound like much, listen to this, just $1 provides a child with safe drinking water for 40 days. Go to drphil.com to find out how you can donate or participate in World Water Week. I wanna thank all of my guests for being here today. I'm trying to get all of you parents at home to do two things for me. Number one, do not feel guilty about not being able to provide your children with everything they want. I promise there's a silver lining here. If they're not playing a video game, maybe they're in the backyard throwing the ball around with you. And they will learn what they need to do. And and second, have the dialogue. Teach them about how things work. You don't ever ask children to deal with adult issues, but they do need to understand that there are limits to what you can spend. I wanna thank all the kids who talked to me about money and their parents for bringing them here. Thank all of y'all. I think we opened up a lot of parents' eyes today. Susan has a great, personal finance organizer for teens. It's called Cash Cash, and you can find out more about it on drphil.com. Thanks for being here today, so long.